Hello, my name is Avalee Edwards. I want to start with the fact that my parents were good people but didn't attend church, so neither did I, but I was allowed to go. I remember the little church down the street where my Sunday school teacher was very kind to me and even gave me my first Bible along with a beautiful bookmarker that was made up of ten discs, each having a commandment written on it. I was told to try to live by those commandments. I would often look at the bookmarker and would read each commandment and try to obey them, so I felt like I was a pretty good kid. At age nine, we had moved in another side of town where I attended a much bigger church that was quiet and majestic with lovely stained glass windows. There I would listen to the sermon, feel bad about my sins, and be inspired to go out into the world obeying God's commandments. But of course, in no time, I would be breaking another commandment. I remember one Easter Sunday morning hearing how Jesus had suffered on the cross to pay the price for our sins. I felt so bad at the end of the <clears throat> sermon that I went to the front for the altar call. I can't remember any of the conversation we had only that they sprinkled my head and a lot of nice people came by and shook my hand. They seemed very pleased with me, but nothing changed in my life. I still continued to try and obey those commandments, but never could. When I was 14, I attended a church that taught directly from the Word of God. Then I learned that wasn't as good as I thought I was because of verses like James 2.10. For whoever shall keep the whole law and yet stumble in one point, he is guilty of all. That was a surprise to me. I always thought that some of those laws, such as shall not kill or steal, were more serious than obeying your parents. I was dead wrong and really became concerned when I heard, learned Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The first part of that verse scared me to death because I was seeing for the first time that I was a sinner. I knew I wasn't keeping God's laws. I didn't always feel like going to church, so I stayed home. I didn't, and I didn't go around lying, but if I was forced to, you bet I would tell a little white lie. And disobeying my parents was my biggest problem. On the surface, I looked like a good kid, but I flew under the radar because I didn't get caught. You see, whenever I got mad, I would start cussing, but never around my parents. I was beginning to make bad choices, like sneaking around and smoking and sampling liquor. I was heading for trouble, and it was only a matter of time. You see, sometimes I tried to obey God's laws, but if I didn't feel like it, I didn't even try. And the more bad things I did, the less I felt bad about doing them. So the Bible said I was doomed. But the second part of that verse, the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord, was something I just couldn't understand. It was foreign. I thought it was the strangest thing I had ever heard. Jesus was sitting up in heaven with God, wasn't he? What could he do for me? But I continued to visit the church, 
and learned that God's gift was that he had made a plan to provide for complete forgiveness for sinners through his son, Jesus Christ. But I had to accept that gift by believing and trusting that Jesus was the only way to heaven. I remember one Sunday after the sermon feeling led to respond to the invitation, but I didn't. I was embarrassed and ashamed to say that I needed Jesus to make me right with God. I was prideful and arrogant. What I felt <clears throat> is described in 1 Corinthians 1:18a. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. All week I wrestled with that decision and everything I had learned from the Bible and finally decided if I felt the same next Sunday, I would respond to the invitation. I'm so grateful that God gave me one more chance. You see, it was Easter Sunday morning, and you know the sermon was about Jesus suffering on the cross to pay for my sins. I remembered the preacher saying at the end of the sermon, Jesus died on the cross to pay for your sins. What are you going to do for him? I then heard a small, audible voice saying, Avalie, what are you going to do? I knew then that Jesus was real. He loved me, and I needed him to make me right with God. I went to the altar and asked God to forgive me of my sins and asked Jesus to change my heart. He did, and I actually felt the burden of my sins lifted off me like a ton of bricks, gone. My relationship with Jesus began that day. He changed my life. I began reading my Bible, praying, and for the first time wanting to attend church to hear more about Jesus. <clears throat> I started making better choices, and I even noticed those Ten Commandments were easier to keep. Not because I became a better rule follower, because I still messed up, but because Jesus was now living in my heart, speaking to me, nudging me to do the right thing, encouraging me to ask for forgiveness when I failed, and even to forgive others when they had hurt me. Ezekiel 36, verses 26 and 27 say, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues and you will keep my judgments and do them. <clears throat> Excuse me. Do you have a personal relationship with Jesus? Or do you still think like I did, that you aren't so bad, and surely God will let you into heaven? Please realize that when you stand before God, your works will be compared to Jesus and not to someone else. Maybe you could care less about being the good person because someone has hurt you so deeply and you can't forgive or forget that pain and not even sure if there is a God. God has a beautiful gift for you and wants to heal you from that pain. Pray and seek Jesus today. He loved you so much that he felt left heaven where there is no sin, walked on this earth which is full of sin, was tempted just like us and never sinned, then died a horrific death to pay the price for all sins. And even while suffering on the cross, he asked his Father to forgive us. No one can love you like that. 
but Jesus.